minute he's taking another card out for Beckham it's a red card for David Beckham oh no What's going on everyone, welcome back to Rogue Opinions, my name is Nathan and a brand new series to kick off here, the year is, and this week the year is 1998 and I'm joined by 1998's own Rahul Iznani, Rahul, hello, it's been a while. It has, how's it going? Yeah, you know, just just here, uh, the concept of this show basically, I will be joined every week by someone who was born, obviously, in a certain year. And we will take a look at the year they were born and just kind of pick apart any interesting facts or tidbits or anything of interest to whoever I'm with that happened during the first year they were born. Or just a year they were born, not the first year necessarily. Rahul, got yeah. fond memories in 1998? Uh, yeah. What? How, wait. Yeah, I, I think the worst thing that happened that year was me being born. And it's, it's just been downhill from there. I think it's the best and the worst thing to happen. Do you think the, uh, the world peaked at the start of night? What month were you born? I don't even know when April. your birthday is. April. April. So the world, the world peaked at the start of April. Then you were born. And now yeah. it's 2020. And everyone's yeah. shouting. Yeah, like I, I literally, I think the world has gone down to shit from 16th April 1998 <laughs> onwards. Oh well, I don't know. We're doing this podcast. That's pretty great. Uh, I mean, great is subjective, but yeah. Well, we'll see. We won't call it great before we've done it. Indeed. So, um, like, let us know if it's great at Rogue underscore Opinion after you've listened to it or just tell us it's great now if you want to just skip out on the rest it's really uh, yeah i'll leave it up to you i'll leave it up to you really so as i say we're just going to kind of break down some of the interesting things to us that happened in 1998 we're not necessarily going to go into like the giant world stories that may have happened uh, that's the wrong kind of podcast for that we're just going to look at interesting interesting things so Rahul, so we're not going to talk about like uh, Al Qaeda and uh, Osama bin Laden. I mean, I I wasn't. I saw that he did a thing in 1998. I wasn't sure what that thing was, but he did keep cropping up. Uh, old old Osama, we miss he's, you. He's a gangster member, you know. He's he's blood from. Yeah, yeah. He was he was proper kicking off getting Larry in 1998. <laughs> really putting the world on notice and uh i mean first off 1998 this podcast might might be very difficult to do i probably would have had to go to a library and pick up a book and read it without our boy google oh reading books yeah instead i can read google searches from the comfort of my house 4th of september 1998 google was born how do do we feel about that you told me earlier you're a bing boy yeah i'm a bing boy (laughs) yeah that's the exact terminology i use if anyone asks me what i am i'm a bing boy you're a bing boy there's not many of you there's not many of us it's it's a good place you know google there's there's too many people on google you know there's too many search results i just want the worst kind of results i can get so like if i go to google and type like what's what happened in 1998 i get you know all these other good facts once i go to bing 
I get the most useless sack of shit information what of what happened in 1998, and that's this podcast right here. <laughs> oh, you're such a big boy. I'm a big boy. Big boys are dumb. Is really what you just said. <laughs> no, we're we're useless. I think that's a better term for us. <laughs> you miss, if we ask you a question, we might get an answer. It'll just be like, "Hey Rahul, how was your day?" And you just go, "Yeah, the sky is blue." Well, what? Yeah, it is. But exactly, it's a smart answer, but it's useless. You know, there you go. Oh, so sticking along the computer line, we also said Microsoft in 1998 became the largest company in the world. Wow, wow. I'm using Windows right now. So am I. Wow, they also own Skype, which is how yes. we're recording this. How I'm speaking to you from so far away as you are. <laughs> Imagine how great our lives would be so that we wouldn't have had to talk, you know. So I kind of hate Microsoft because it made us talk to each other. But Would you have thrown a pie at Bill Gates? Um, I probably would have. I, I think now that it's dawned upon me that I'm able to talk to you because of him, I want to retroactively go back and throw a pie at his face. Well, that's also what happened in 1998. Someone threw a oh. pie at Bill Gates whilst he was in Belgium. The Belgian pies must be good. Uh, I mean, they have good chocolate, so... Does chocolate necessarily translate to pie? I, I hope so. I, I Like, the dedication they put in the chocolates kind of speaks to me, and I think that dedication must translate over <laughs> to other goods. I actually haven't had Belgian chocolate, but I've heard it's good, so... It is pretty, pretty great. You should get on that for next time I do a podcast review. I want you to have had some and actively review it. Sure. <laughs> What sort of pie would you throw at Bill Gates? Would it be a chocolate pie? No, you know, see, that's the thing. The chocolate is too basic. I'll go for a lemon meringue pie. Lemon meringue pie. Would you tell him what sort of pie it is after you've thrown it? No, I would want him to taste it off his face and tell me what he thinks about it. Well, he just tries it and goes, you know what, young man? Please put that young man down. This pie is delicious, thank you. And then he hands you like a... Uh, the key to a, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, no, he just hands you one of those... What's those laptops? They make surfaces or whatever they are. He just hands you one and goes, keep this. <laughs> no, he just, no, he just gives me the key to Microsoft. You own it now. I'm becoming a baker in Belgium. <laughs> oh, well, that would be a real turn up for the worse. And speaking of turn up for the worse, over to sport, David Beckham kick Diego Simeone during a round of 16 tie against Argentina at the World Cup getting sent off. Uh, it's pretty yeah. funny to see where they've ended up. Diego Simeone, the highest paid manager in Europe. Uh, is he? What? Yeah, over 40 million a year that man is paid. For doing what? For, for screaming around? For, for celebrating Messi's goal? Madrid. I, I, I think he loves Messi. I think yeah, most people do, but that's not what this is about. Uh, it was big. It was a big moment in sport. David Beckham actually ranks it in his top five moments of his career, saying he it really made him mature out after that. Fair like, enough. I think that guy would do that to you. Yeah, he got all the angst out, embarrassed the nation, cost yeah. us a match. Probably, I don't know. I haven't ever watched a match, but I'm just going to presume it did. You were uh, seven years old or six years old at that time. Five or six, yeah. Well. So. Uh, the match ended 2-2, and England went out on penalties. Shocking. Shocking the world. Everyone went, what? No way. That can't possibly happen. And 
there we go. But David Beckham, he, his year would, would continue. He got engaged to Posh Spice. Oh, and I, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> good, good year. Good year for, well, a mixed mix bag for Mr. Beckham in 1998 as he continued his rise to... We, uh, we know what he really, really wanted, I guess. Way. He wanted to kick Diego Simeone. And then go home and zig a zig. Oh. You got any more? Nah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll put this in here now over to sad news, but something that you're you're going to want to talk about being a huge fan of the man. We did lose Frank Sinatra in 1998 as well. Yes. I'll um, throw it over to you to talk about kind of your fandom for Frank. Uh, yeah, I think uh, since I play the keyboard slash piano, whatever you want to call it, and um, I think he was the first person I wanted to maybe emulate music, like sonically, I guess. And I think listening to his music, like uh, my way, of, I think that's just one of the most iconic songs of all time, I guess. And I think just the legacy that he created for himself and just the music he created and his voice was so unique. And I think there's a, there's a calming element to his voice and to his music. And I think the music at the time, you can say, where you just listen to songs like, you know, That's Life, My Way. And there's a bit of freeness to it, which I think in today's generation, in a way, isn't even possible because everything is so... Uh, I, I don't know what the term of uh, I don't know what the term is, but I think it's so music is so commercialized now. Or and, and if it's not, and if it's a very indie kind of uh, you know production, I think there is no freeness when it comes to music to that extent. Where, there, where when you listen to it and you truly feel the carefree attitude that he brought with his voice and the suaveness he brought. And I think that's such a unique feature to music at the time that was embodied through Frank Sinatra that I think it'll always stay with me. And I think he will, he'll he always be my favorite artist, I'd say. And yeah, just yeah, just like one of the best, I guess. That's good. If if someone hasn't heard, is listening to this and never heard a Frank Sinatra song, what are the three you would send, you would tell them to listen to first? Ooh, that's interesting. I think I'd go with uh, My Way. I think that's number one. Um, I'd go for That's Life because I just like the attitude that song has. And I might go with the song he has with his wife. Um, I I Love You, I guess, is the name. Well, there you go. So if you're not listening to Frank Sinatra and are curious, go listen to those three. And let us know what you think at Rogue underscore opinion but yeah it's always sad to lose a legend as someone who is clearly so respected as well in their field uh moving over to someone else who is very much respected in their field and also still going 1998 saw the 100th episode of ellen old ellen degeneres you can catch her in the uk randomly on some mornings on channel five if you've never watched an episode of ellen before Ellen DeGeneres, kind of, kind of quite iconic at this point. Obviously, she is the voice of Dory in the Finding Nemo kind of really? universe. Yeah, she's Dory the fish. What? Did you actually not know that? I didn't. What? Wow, that's changed my perspective on the movie. I need to go and watch that back. <laughs> you just found out Ellen's in it. Like, guys, I'm gonna have to stop now. I need to go watch these movies. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? 
<laughs> no way, yeah. Like, I, I hear it now, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> also, I would like to say, I fucked up with the name of the song that he has with uh, Nancy Sinatra. It's called Something Stupid. Something Stupid Like I Love You. So I thought it's I Love You. My bad. Oh, didn't Robbie Williams and someone do a cover of that once? Uh, I think Nicole Kidman, I think. Ah. Well, Nicole Kidman's been on Ellen a lot, so back to Ellen. Yeah. I find it kind of funny and entertaining. Can't say I, I watch a lot of her <laughs> interviews or her TV spots, but she always seems to be doing interesting and funny things. And people seem to genuinely like going on her show. Uh, yeah, well. I mean, yeah, her show is made for a certain kind of audience, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, my sister loves Ellen, but yeah, I, I guess it's first. Yeah, I guess that's a thing. I don't, I don't like Ellen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she... <laughs> She will go on forever and ever and ever and ever. And yeah, over to movies, since we were just talking about Ellen and her role as Dory the Fish. Titanic, although it wasn't released in 1998, I think it was released at the back end of 97. It still did over $400 million at the box office domestically in the U.S., in 1998, it won pretty much every single... I think it won 11 Oscars or something like that. Yeah, it's a bang average movie, is my hot take. Thank you. It is not a really good movie. <laughs> it's utterly fine. Uh, yeah. People love it. It'll give it, it gives us memes forever because there was so much room for Jack on that door or whatever it was. But... Uh, but Miss Winslow's having none of it. But I think it's either being with Rose or death. And I think he himself knew what he wanted, I guess. And He was just done at that point. He was like, oh, <laughs> so done with this, you. I'm just going to stay <laughs> in this water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't watched it for a long time. But I think the bit I remember it mostly for is just the line was like, paint me like one of your French girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly because I don't remember seeing any French girls in that movie. Um, I mean, I've seen French... Okay, you know, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I've seen French girls. <laughs> but were they in Titanic at the time? <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Uh, one interesting thing is... Not interesting thing, but like just the movie. I think it's just... Um, I think highlighted by the song. My Heart Will Go On. And I think that song kind of propel that movie to that next level i guess yeah it's always good to have a good soundtrack and it's kind of back in the day you don't really get like movie tie-in songs anymore yeah i mean in bollywood there is music all the time in movies which is the most annoying thing i guess it's the most annoying thing in the world to just hear a song every freaking 30 40 minutes into a bollywood movie which is why i don't watch bollywood movies and uh, but yeah, I think uh, there is a bit of uh, an element that that it adds to a movie, uh, which can which is you know signified you know through movies like Titanic and maybe could be used more. I do have something to uh, maybe say about the movie. There is a joke at the time which is um, you know it's a good joke. So um, I'll ask you, uh, what is the difference between Clinton and Titanic? <laughs> oh dear <laughs> I don't know Tell me Only 200 women went down on the Titanic 
<laughs> oh god. Well, other move before we move on, we will touch on Mr. Clinton in a second. But other movie, I think Saving Private Ryan came out in 1998 as well. Oh, I haven't seen it. The first time Hollywood saved Matt Damon, and now he just, oh, okay, okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now he yeah. just oh, yeah. Now he just always gets saved. All the time. Always stuck in some kind of predicament, Matt Damon. The um, Martian was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah, he was stuck there as well. So Did he survive at the end? What happened there? I don't even remember. That was such a forgettable movie. Oh, I'm not going to spoil The Martian for people. Go watch it and let us, let us know what you think. I'm sure he lives. There's nothing really to spoil you. I'm, I'm sure he doesn't die. If he dies, that's a really good movie because that's realistic. But Well, <laughs> well you want The Martian too, where he's just on Earth. And no, I want Martian to where he, where he goes back up, he fucks up again, he gets stuck again, he's like shit. <laughs> and this time he dies. This time Karma catches up to him. You wanted to go back, like like in Lost, where they have to go back to the island. He's like, oh, I've got to go back. Like, why? Yeah. Uh, I left my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He left like a photo back there that he needed. No, the, Mar- <laughs> you know, the Martian two opens. He walks out of the ship back on Earth. Every, all the press are there. He goes, fuck my wallet. <laughs> and then he just turns around and just flies back. <laughs> yeah. And then halfway there, he realizes it was just in the in the bit, in that, the uh, the wing mirror thing. Not the wing yeah. mirror. No, no, sunk- basically, the entire thing explodes and just the wallet flies out, you know. He can, he can just see it <laughs> flying away from him as he dies and just the wallet. <laughs> <was there. laughs> That'd be really funny. Yeah. Uh, the Martian too. Well, the That's idiot. Poor Matt Damon. <laughs> then the title should be Can Lightning Strike Twice? Answer at the back of the movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> and, it should be a Bolly- and it should be a Bollywood movie. So there's just music yeah. everywhere. <laughs> um, so yeah, you touched on it. We had, we had the, the start, I think January was the start of the whole Lewinsky Clint- Bill Clinton scandal. Mm-hmm. Which has kind of just become a giant thing to laugh about these days. So Clinton famously claiming he did not have sexual relations with that woman. Talk about Monica Lewinsky. Uh, the yeah. WWF. Didn't the WWF have Lewinsky on their show or something? What? No I idea. Remember that, but I'm pretty sure there was some kind of tie-in or taking the mickey <laughs> out of that at one point on there. I won't uh, be surprised. It's just really funny. It went on for ages. It didn't end for a long time, but he did get impeached for for it. Uh, yeah, for just shagging Monica Lewinsky. Uh, yeah, that was interesting for sure. So you've had an interesting year so far. So how how are you feeling about the year you were born so far? Uh, I think so far, uh, the one thing I've realized is the, the difference in attitude in just people. And me, I, okay, yeah, the Monica Lewinsky thing is a bit different. But if you take that away... Actually, you want to include that also. You know, it's fuck it. There's a more carefree attitude. You know, the, the person is going around, going around shagging women. You know, there is there, there's just this freeness about life which I we think, don't have. I think that enough. I think that's happening right now, Rahul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think that's actually the more things change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Ellen is still on. The president yeah. is allegedly still shagging everyone. Like. I mean, yeah, things haven't changed. There you go. I'm, I've just been proven wrong. There you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. Um, we had a, a politician here, Nigel Farage, came to Newcastle 
ages ago, and like the fir- within the first ten minutes of him arriving, he had loads of stuff thrown at him. So he can just play the part of Bill Gates in 2020. Oh, well, yeah. And the angel yeah. North is still there, and it went up in 1998. There's another little fact for everyone. Ooh. And also, uh, the Titanic has now been replaced by uh, Avengers Endgame, I guess. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah. Well, I forgot you were talking about the movie for a second, so I was like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The Avengers literally went down and and just sank. Leonardo DiCaprio is still in crap movies. Once upon a time, Hollywood was shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Oh, wait, which is the last good movie that he's done? Did you like Revenant? Sorry, say that again. Did you like the movie Revenant? Yeah, it was fine. Didn't he kill that bear? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's such a boring movie, and he got an Oscar for that. And he, uh, come on, well, yeah, he was due one. He should have got one for Django. Yeah, he, uh, he should have got one for Django. That's it. Yeah, I, I don't really rate many of his movies. <laughs> there you go, hot take. Even in 1998, we didn't like Leonardo DiCaprio that much. <laughs> we hated him more than ever. And Ellen is still on, so things haven't really changed. Do you think she's an alien? Who, Ellen? Yeah. No, I just think she gets loads of ratings. And she's super rich now. I think she's the queen. I think her and the queen are the same person. That's a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Switzerland opens for its first legal brothel in 1998. Would you go? Uh, uh, no, I am uh, not in need of a brothel at the moment. Wait. Ask me tomorrow. Humble brag. Humble brag. (laughs) (laughs) I just said ask me tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, ask me off mic. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty Send me the address off mic. Yeah, yeah. He's just going to fly there and review it for us. Right now. So that's pretty cool. Good good attitude, giving people a safe place to work. Uh, We've already, have we already covered Steve Austin and his winning the WWE F title? No, we covered WWE doing the Monica Lewinsky. Oh, okay, so, well, WWF, it was a bit like a brothel in 1998. You'd Sable wandering around. Uh, <laughs> wandering around. I just, I, I just love the image of her just loitering around the sunny, arena. just kind of mincing about. Uh, Steve Austin would win his first WWF title at WrestleMania, beating Shawn Michaels. Mike Tyson, of all people, was the referee. Uh, that would send Shawn Michaels into retirement for about four years, just over four years, and propel Steve Austin to kind of where he is today, which is legendary status, still a pop culture icon. Still yeah, talks about to this day. Uh, boxing in boxers getting involved in wrestling still happening. See Tyson Fury popped up in a not much long ago. Way. Yeah, you still we've we had um, Floyd Mayweather a few years ago popping up. And having a match and everything like that. There's always a bit of crossover between the WWF and, uh, uh, well, the pop culture landscape. But Steve Austin becoming what he is. Do you have fond memories of watching Steve? Yeah, I mean, in retrospect, yeah, definitely. Just like, uh, I think he was what uh, he just represented, uh, the you know, the American public, I'd say, just, you know. The, the guy who hates the boss, the boss and just, you know, sticks it to him, basically. 
and yeah it, 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 he was a fun character there was a bit of realism to him and yeah i'm sure i mean of course we know about his legendary status for, like henceforth and yeah that was definitely like a like an iconic moment because of those the stature that mike tyson was on at the time yeah definitely mike tyson uh just come off kind of his career was beginning to wind down even though he would make a comeback yeah at that Definitely. point, um, he he hadn't long had he bit off Evander Holyfield's ear yet. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably. Uh, sticking to sports, uh, something that you might be able to give us a wee bit more detail on than myself. Peyton Manning is the first what? pick by the Colts. Why would I be able to give you more information on that? Because you like a, you know a lot about NFL. <laughs> Says who? Okay, you're always talking about it. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, I guess not then. But Peyton Manning, he went on to have a great career as well. <laughs> picked up a few, picked up a few rings. Is he still playing? No, he's not. What? Uh, okay. Are you testing me right now? No, I was just asking you a question. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, well, there you go. He went on to have a have a great. Great career, picked up a few rings. Uh, there you go. He started in 1998. So a lot, I think a lot changed in the sports landscape. We talked about football earlier. Uh, in terms of the Premier League, you still, uh, you still the big teams at the top: Arsenal winning the title in 98 with Man United just behind, and Liverpool and Chelsea. And that hasn't really changed. But there was no Manchester City in the Premier League at that point. They've Gee, I wonder to, why. They've obviously gone on to. Re- get themselves back in the league and then have the giant investment of of money that's propelled them up there. But otherwise, not a lot really has massively changed in terms of the Premier League. Over in the Bundesliga, which is where your team resides, Bayern Munich didn't win the title in 1998. Yeah, I think we just decided to uh, slack off for one season. Well, you can't always... Who did win it? Oh, oh shit! You just found this on me. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't a great team. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, they're not a great team now. But I think it was. Give me just one second. It was yeah, FCK. It was called one. No, it was Kaiser Cloud. Yeah. Ah, what are they up to these days? They are in the third division. There you go. Blimey! So a lot, not a lot changed in the Premier League, but in terms of the Bundesliga. A hell of a lot of change, other than Bayern Munich still being there or thereabouts, right there at the top. And I guess the final thing that we need to bring up is suspiciously, Rahul Iznani. You were born in 1998, and India decides that it needs nuclear weapons in 1998. Would we call that a coincidence? Um... Yes, there is. I mean, there is nothing else to it uh, that I can reveal. Um, I think at the moment, the information <laughs> will stay with me. However, in a few years, when other countries start piping up, we'll see uh, what I, I'll, I'll see if I should divulge the information. Oh, so leaving us. I was on... born with the detonator. As, as basically, <laughs> you were born with it. You just had it in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> No, I am the detonator. Maybe I think it's a better way of putting it. Oh, so you're like, it's, so are you like one of those brainwashed secret agents where if someone accidentally says the right series of words, you're going to activate? 
Uh, yeah, basically, uh, I think it almost happened in 2012 uh, during the finals of the Champions League. Uh, but I shut the TV off at the right moment. So I didn't hear it. But yeah, I saved the world. So uh, yeah, hope if you win the Champions League again this year, uh, that'll save the world from a lot of calamity. So. Well, let's let's hope not. If you'd like to guess at what the series of words are to make Rahul Aznani explode in a big nuclear mushroom cloud, you can reach us at rogue underscore opinion. Uh, let us know your thoughts on kind of just anything that really happened in 1998 or anything that you wanted to bring up. Rahul, is there anything else you wanted to throw in the ring? Just one thing, and that would be... Um... I think the the show whose line is, whose line is it anyway, which I love. Oh. It's an amazing show. It started around that time. Colin Mockery, uh, Ryan Stiles, and Wayne Brady. I love Wayne Brady. He's my favorite. And uh, yeah, just uh, just a really fun show. And I, I don't know if it's still going on, but it, it was a thing a few years back at least. And uh, yeah, Alicia Tyler took over from. Uh, Drew Carey and the show just dropped off. But yeah, uh-huh. a really fun show. Yeah, they used to show it. There was uh, there's there just a random channel that I don't I don't think it's still on. That just used to show like old game shows, like uh, late nineties kind of game shows. <laughs> it's just on like a twenty four hour cycle. Right. So I used to watch it a little bit on that but they'd have loads of just random ones like there'd just be loads of like the american version of family feud and you'd just be watching <laughs> yeah. it. like why is why is this on our television <laughs> like who is who else is watching this then you realize it's just a load of people like you who are just like why am i watching this <laughs> yeah but it's pretty pretty great but that's that's a hell of a year 1998 yeah that, that, that's fun yeah yeah peaked up until april after april just not a, not really a lot but otherwise let us know say what you think of this format hopefully we're going to put it forward and take a look at some other years with some other guests along the way and yeah you can find me at nathan greenaway rahul do you want to tell people where they can find you or is that a, uh, is that a secret along with the words um uh, you know what no i need my followers now <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, uh, if you want to if you yeah. want to throw abuse or try try and get Rahul to blow stuff up just as I say rogue underscore opinions check back through the archives there was a big I don't know when this is going to go up but there's a big weekend of wrestling uh, well it started yesterday with lots of fun and games and there's more this weekend we'll have a review of that up at some point as well that may already be up depending when I put this up uh, Banter Munich is back that should be up as well now and yeah the naked men as always will be there weekly for your listening pleasure but thank you very much guys for listening look forward to speaking to you again next time with a different different year bye bye look for the